We've always believed in something called progress. It's time to get lit. What kind of lit? Health lit. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to get educated about health conditions affecting our community. Your health is very important. Check in with experts on important topics like breast cancer, diabetes, prematurity, and much more. This show is lit. No one should know you better than you. So lock in. Welcome to Your Health is Lit. Welcome to the first installment of our Your Health is Lit special, The Corona Chronicles. Tag team, back again. It seems like forever that we've done a podcast episode for Your Health is Lit. So I'm like, I know. So, where have you been, Donna? What's up? What's new with you? So, a lot has changed with me. Um... Last time we were doing a Your Health is Lit podcast, I was actually um, working in Jacksonville for the Defense Health Agency um, as a clinical health educator doing telehealth for the Navy. Now I am currently in Tallahassee, Florida. I am in school getting my doctorate of public health, and this is my second semester so I am really excited about that because I never said that I would move back to Tallahassee and here I am now. And it has been a very bit of a roller coaster. Um, yeah. That's at FAMU, Institute of Public Health. So shout out to Institute of Public Health at FAMU. Ooh. So that's what I'm pretty much doing right now. And I'm actually working on the Public Health Queen branding. I'm trying to get a YouTube series up. I know that it's really hard for college students just to find scholarships. Right. Um, getting a job after you get your master's degree. Right. Because it took me, I want to say, it took me like four months to get a job. And I didn't have that mentorship um, right. to let me know that my resume wasn't good, that I needed to revamp my resume, that I right. needed to get out and network. Um, so for my public, for my brand, I want to um, do tea time in public health, basically where I give tips to college students on how to study, how to prepare yourself for midterms, how to get scholarships, um, how to get certifications. I'm a certified health education specialist. So just let them know that there's different ways that you can brand yourself and make yourself stand out from anyone else and just kind of trying to help my my college students out even my high school students i want to do some things with them getting them on college tours scholarships prepping for sat so it's just so much that i want to do so i'm just you better dr williams i'm trying you better do it i'm trying what's up with you girl so drum roll public service announcement because not many people know this that I am in school okay my doctorate in nursing practice so that's why I've been crazy and that's why your health is lit kind of had to take a break because both of its mamas are (laughs) I was like look uh so it was something that um like I said not very many people know so you heard it first here on the your health is lit podcast um i've been in school since august um getting my doctorate in nursing practice it is a lot of work i'm very excited um just for the the project that i'm doing in association with my doctorate so before coco came and ruined everything um i am launching a breastfeeding program um at the facility in which i work and it's very much so needed we serve a very big african-american population and there's just so many breasts um like disparities that we suffer through breastfeeding and so there's kind of a correlation because we know that there are breastfeeding disparities and we also suffer lifelong disparities and breastfeeding can kind of help counteract that and so it just is a really big um you know social injustice that there's not enough access to breastfeeding programs so i've been doing that um i also started a nonprofit organization (laughs) called hearts over habits what um it is it is my assignment and so we are um mentoring young women ages 17 to 24 
it's an all online platform. So it just provides access to that young woman who may be in like foster care. And so even though they may change, you know, their home situation may not be stable and they may go from place to place, they have this online community and this online um, platform where they have some continuity in their life. Um, and then also, again, it's be, it's online. It's for like those kids that don't have access to transportation. Like there are so many young kids who are like, oh, join Big Brothers Big Sisters. But if your mom is working three jobs and you don't have, then you don't have the same access to resources. So that is really, um, that's, that's not cool. So um, we're doing a Hearts Over Habits Life Academy. So it's all kinds of life skills. So, I mean, from financial literacy, health literacy, um, we're going we're talking about faith and building a foundation in faith because, you know, I love Jesus. Um, and just really trying to help these young women gain the access that they need to be in positions like we are in, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody doesn't um, have a stable home and normal parents and all of that stuff. Like some, some of these girls, already at a disadvantage and it's because the adults in their lives have failed them and so I'm trying to write a little bit of that rewrite that is that all I got I think so child so it's going to be Dr. Walker and Dr. Williams amen you better <laughs> <laughs> oh man I have missed this I have missed you let's do it y'all know what time it is it's time for late news late news <laughs> okay, so y'all, so Lit News, for those of you that may be new to your health is Lit, welcome. Go back and listen to all the other episodes. Bye. Great. Um, Lit News is where we take stories in the news that are health stories. We kind of break them down, give some education, give some insight. Sometimes shenanigans are had where we laugh at things that may not be funny to everyone else, but when you work in healthcare, you laugh to keep from crying. You gotta laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at all times. Okay, so Donna, what's your lit news story? Okay, so in the news, we have seen a lot going on. And I call it Auntie Rona. Auntie Rona? Auntie Rona. I call her Aunt Coco. <laughs> Auntie Rona and Aunt Coco. Well, Coco be ruining everyone. <laughs> so. <Isn't> crazy. <laughs> okay. So if you don't know, there's something that is happening called coronavirus. And it's you all, been? <laughs> you live under a rock. Under a rock. <laughs> and be minding your whole business. <laughs> right. So if you don't know about coronavirus, you're about to know. You're about so, to. About to know. So coronavirus, Auntie Rona, Coco, and it's also known as COVID-19. So it's an infectious disease and it mainly affects your lungs and causes respiratory illness. Mm -hmm. um, that is what coronavirus is. Right. Now, there are different symptoms of COVID, and an individual can be asymptomatic and not showing any signs. Right. But if you are showing signs, so some of the symptoms would be if you're coughing, um, if you have a fever. I know at my job, I work for the health department in public health preparedness, before people come into the building, we're doing temperature checks. Honey, they scan me every every morning. They're like, come on, and they got a list. <laughs> come Hello. on. <laughs> Look, we doing temperature checks. If yes. your temperature is 99, since you're not getting in the building. Mm -hmm. No games played. <laughs> it was like, mm -hmm. And if it's 99, you get, um, if it's over 99, they'll tell you to wait because, of course, if it's in the afternoon, we know that your temperature can fluctuate, especially if you're using, like, the ones that you're just the temple ones yeah. we know that it can fluctuate so we right. give you like a um second chance to get it taken and say just you know send it in shade but it's fever if you're having um breathing difficulties if you're having chest pain chest pains or pressure a new symptom what a lot of people are seeing are you could have a loss of taste or yeah. a loss of smell there is also headache and there's sore throat so yeah. those are some of the symptoms. Yeah. Um, as far as the modes of transmission, so that's going to be person to person via a cough or sneeze or contaminated surfaces and objects. So which this is, is why you need to stay home. Which is why you want to stay <laughs> home. And this is 
something that's really bothering me, and I think we talked about it when mm. we see people with the gloves on. Okay, yes. cool. we're gonna and talk about protective gloves, gear. Yes, and you go. Let's say that you grab a box of cereal with those gloves. Okay, you put the cereal in your cart. Now you picked up your phone. Now those germs on that cereal box, you just expose it to your phone. You go and play with your phone, and then maybe you pull out your car keys. And I think some people aren't really understanding that. Yes. And I've even seen people, um, when I went in the grocery store, I saw people putting um, hand sanitizer on their gloves. Okay. Okay. Let me, okay. I'm going to jump in. Y'all listen to me. I love y'all. Okay. Well, let's just talk about a couple things. Let's start from the top. Cross-contamination. So the process that Donna is explaining is cross-contamination. And if y'all are in our Facebook group, you saw the post where I was like, cross-contamination. <laughs> the one thing that a nursing student does not want to hear during her test outs and what you're doing if you're wearing gloves in the grocery store. Because you are now becoming what we call a vector of transmission. So you're touching all of these things with your dirty gloves, right? And it is unnecessary. <laughs> one, because we need gloves, there's a shortage. Two, because now you're defeating the purpose. Like I saw a picture of a man at the grocery store in line, mask down, eating chips out of the bag. Like you know how you like you buy, you know, the little snacks at the snack at the register. The <laughs> He's eating them with the gloves, sir. Girl, sir, what? Why are you even wearing the gloves, then, sir? So here's what I recommend. I do not recommend wearing gloves in public. But if you are going to do it, please do so wisely and be safe. You cannot have your, your grocery list on your phone because now you're contaminating your phone. So you need to have a piece of paper with your grocery list. You need to not, I mean, if you have to take out money before for your groceries and put them in an the envelope attached to your, to your um, grocery because all of that stuff is disposable and then you're not bringing that home with you. Do you see what I'm saying? So you have to come up with a method to where you're not touching your car keys, your wallet, your purse, your phone, things that you'll take home with you. And later on, you're playing Candy Crush on your phone and you touch something with COVID and you wipe your nose like that. And guess what? Auntie Coco coming to your house. Auntie Coco. <laughs> okay? I don't want that. Please. And if you're going to wear the mask, they need to cover your nose and your mouth. There's no point in wearing them like this. It's not protecting you. I've been saying people wear the N95 mask so wrong where, you know, the metal part is um, at the top where your nose is at. Yeah. Some people are turning them to the side. And the whole purpose no, of the no, N95, no, no. N95 mask is that they are sealed. Yes. That is the purpose of it. So because it's uncomfortable. Start, so people yeah. are like, oh, it hurts. it hurts. It's supposed to. It is it fitted. It's supposed to be tight. Both it's straps tight. are supposed to be in your head. One at the top, one at the bottom. It is uncomfortable. That's why we need to pray for our nurses and our doctors who are having to wear them for 13 hours straight and getting bruises and markings on their face. If you are not wearing the equipment properly, honestly, you're wasting it and we need it, so stop. Yeah. So either do it, do it, as long as we say, do it the right way or don't do it at all. <laughs> don't do it, okay? Because you're making more of a mess. I commend the nurses and the doctors because even today when I went to work, I believe I had it on for like four hours because I was doing, I was at the temperature station and I'm um, questioning the staff and I was just like, I'm ready to go. Because <laughs> it's, hard, it so it's a man, look, it's, it's exhausting. So it's exhausting. It is. It's it, exhausting. It is. So yes, we are in. Okay. So another point about the gloves, but. So, Go ahead. so something else that I have seen is in the grocery store. They have the tape, but I've seen people right on top of each other. Again, if some part if somebody sneezes, that droplet can land in your mouth or nose yeah, and be in hell. So that's why it's so important where we've been saying you need to have that be within about six feet. From a person, the tapes and the lines are there for a reason. Yes, please just adhere to the rules. They may not seem like a lot, but there are rules and processes in place because. Mm -hmm. And here's what I don't want or what we don't need. And by we, I mean frontline medical staff like myself, 
all of my brothers and sisters who are nurses and doctors and respiratory therapists and housekeepers and the patient care technicians and the CNAs. Here's what we don't need as a family. We need y'all to stay home because we don't need this surge of people to where we cannot take care of you. It's already rough. We're simply just asking you to stay home, to stand six feet away. We're putting this, there are stickers on the floor wow. for you. We, we love y'all. We're trying to help to make sure that this doesn't turn into like the bubonic plague where two million people died. Okay? Like any loss of life is devastating. There are some things that we're not going to be able to control. But how devastated would you feel if you were not following the appropriate protocol and you brought COVID home to your family member? Mm -hmm. So take that same energy and apply it to everyone else. Because every time I'm at clinic, every time my friends are at work, every time, you know, every single time we are at risk because you can be, like Donna said, asymptomatic. So you can feel great, but I have asthma. So then you bring it to me because you come into clinic um, and you're not, you know, standing back six feet or you're not doing what you need to do. And then you pass it to me and now I'm either quarantined for 14 days or worse, I'm going to glory to go meet my father, Jesus Christ, which I don't want to do today, tomorrow, or, <laughs> or anytime close. But those two things happen. And now for those two weeks that I'm out, who takes care of my patients? Yeah. So your actions affected me negatively, affected my husband negatively, affected my family negatively, and all of the patients and people attached to me. So you have to start thinking about us as a community and not being so upset that you're inconvenienced, okay? I was supposed to be at WrestleMania yesterday and I was not, okay? Y'all better keep it. You better, you better keep it, child. Yes. I don't know when it's gonna be over with, but I had a whole trip planned. A little, south, um, a little Southeast Asia tour. Nah, in June. Mm -mm. nah you stay. Um, you stay right where you at. You stay right where you at, man. I think I'm gonna be right in Florida. Yes, yes. And so you know, we get it. It is not great. It's not what you want to do, but it's what needs to be done right now to protect you and your family members because we are already low on supplies. There are nurses out here having to work without proper protective gear. We're going to talk about that on another episode of the Chronicles. But what we need you guys to do, y'all want to help us? Don't call us heroes. Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> you, want, you want to help me? Stay home. And don't be having Pookie and them over to your house. That is not the point of this. The point of this is you and the people who live with you on the day-to-day -day basis. That's what you be in your house. Period. Can I say period? You can. Period. Period. That's period. it. There are so many other things that you can do. You can have, um, there's Zoom. You can do the Netflix party. Like You can still be connected even though you're not face-to-face -face with people. And I think for me, it's a little bit easier because my daddy used to get deployed all the time, and so we just got good at doing stuff, <laughs> like doing stuff, doing stuff because he wasn't at home. So phone calls, um, writing letters, pictures, all of those things. Like you can have game night on Zoom. Like there are so many things that you can do. Read your Bible. That, like there are so many other things you can do right now than to make it worse for those who are sacrificing their lives because we really are. Every time I go to work. Um, it's also allergy season. So every time I like cough, I'm like, hold on. Let me check my temperature just to be sure. It's like a series of coughs. I'm like, let me check my temp. Now it's like, how about you just get your inhaler? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably that. So, yes, but it, it's already nerve-wracking enough for us as it is. You know, like, Saturday, I... I was going, where was that? I don't know. I was driving Saturday and my neighbor was outside washing their boat because they was about to go on a boat trip. Sir. And I just wanted to roll my window down and be like, hello, sirs, ma'am, please stay home and off your boat. <sighs> okay. So I heard you say something about isolation and that has been a big thing in the news. So there's been two words going on, gone around isolation versus quarantine. 
So basically, I'm just going to sum it up for you guys. Do it. So isolation separates a person who is sick from those who are not sick. Okay. Got it. Quarantine basically restricts the movement of an individual who may have been exposed. Okay. Or who may have the disease but are asymptomatic. So, for instance, like... I work the call center. So this is just an example. If I heard some, if someone called and was like, um, Hey, I think that I've been around someone who, um, who has COVID and we are waiting, I'm waiting for them to get tested and they have all these symptoms, then that person may want to quarantine themselves. Okay. And then they still would want to get tested, but they would want to quarantine. Okay. You understand that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So then if when, if they actually are positive Mm -hmm. and they're symptomatic, Mm -hmm. you are now in isolation. Yeah, you are now in isolation. Yes. Okay. Yes. So quarantine is if you got questions, it's quarantine is questionable. (laughs) Questionable. Quarantine is questionable. Questionable. Isolation you out here sick yeah okay. yeah you need to you need to isolate okay so um, quarantine is questionable <laughs> <laughs> questionable so like if a person was if a person was if a person was waiting for them waiting for their test mm-hmm. um to see if they had covid and they were showing some symptoms i definitely would tell them that okay you may you just want to just want to isolate if yeah. you're showing like symptoms right. like those fevers yeah or you know you've been yeah. around someone who tested positive for yes. covid or you travel outside the united right. states yeah but right now we're even seeing some people who ha- who have not had any history of traveling or they haven't been around individual who they know of was positive That's for COVID. Sick. but yes. again we have those people who are asymptomatic right it's spreading rapidly rapidly yes. right now so you know, and you for those of you that don't know what asymptomatic means, asymptomatic means without symptoms. You can be a carrier. And so this is the way I've kind of been explaining it to the parents when they come in because they're like, well, why are they shutting the schools down? Because isn't this something that only affects old people? My answer is no. <laughs> that there was recently, I want to say the first pediatric death from COVID-19 was a nine-month-old in the news. This I don't know. I try not to read it, but when it's peas, I'd be like, uh, uh, hmm? it was like a, a baby yeah a nine-month-old infant yeah. yep it was a nine-month-old infant um secondly kids can be vectors in most of like they can be what they are going to tra- they can transmit it right so if little johnny had three apples now if little johnny comes to school and he has coronavirus but he has no symptoms right and he goes and he passes it to 10 of the 15 kids in his class and then each one of those 10 go through go home and infect their mama their daddy and their grandma and then they infect people and they infect people so the kids staying home is a way for us to try to nip that in the bud so if kids are not immune neither are young people or teenagers um they are not immune to coronavirus but we're just seeing that the group of people that are being most negatively impacted are the older adults with the comorbidities, mm-hmm. right? And let me address this too, because I saw this and I just wanted to address this. I saw a, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, statistics floating around and people are like, I'm outraged that this, not this percentage of African-American patients are being um, impacted by coronavirus. The mortality rate is higher in African Americans. Let me explain. While this is sad, I am not surprised. Mm -hmm. Comorbidities such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or not high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, COPD, asthma, those chronic illnesses put you at higher risk for mortality. Out of those four chronic illnesses that I just named, guess who is the leading percentage every single one of them black and brown people so it is unfortunate it is very it makes me very sad 
it's part of the reason why we started Your Help is Lit to begin with was because we saw all of these disparities and we were always at the top of the list. Infant mortality, asthma, um, diabetes, high blood pressure, all of these things, um, maternal mortality rates, human trafficking. Like there are so many things where we're at the top of the list. And a lot of it is because we're not doing everything that we can do in our own strength to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and keeping our bodies healthy, doing that preventative medicine. We do a lot of, um, you know, we're treating a lot. So we're doing a lot of like putting band-aids on the wounds, right? So you go and instead of going to your, your physical every year, where we check your A1C and we can catch it when you're pre-diabetic and say, hey, your A1C climbed, you know, you're at 5.9 and six is the cutoff friend we need to get you into nutrition we need to get you and you need to take this seriously right but because we feel like nothing is wrong with us we don't go to the doctor and then when you show up because you can't stop peeing you're thirsty all the time and you're hungry all the time and your hemoglobin a1c is 12 and now you have diabetes now we're doing treatment versus us doing preventative measures and so this is not a ploy against the, from the government. This is not because they started um, 5G. Oh, 5G, didn't, 5G, this is not 5G a, did not, 5G has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> not nothing to do. This is simply because, you know, there is an illness that's out. And unfortunately, people that are at risk are those who have comorbidities and chronic illness. And African-Americans, we lead the pack in chronic illness. And so it's not a plot, it's not a scheme, it's not a conspiracy, it's facts. And we have to start doing better so we're not in a position like this. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> no, it's true. It is it's definitely true and it's definitely sad when, when we see statistics like this because we know yeah. that these are all things preventative things to start going to our primary care doctors we have to start asking those questions we have to start eating better we have to start exercising we have to start and if you can't advocate for yourself find someone who can advocate for you let me tell you one thing most of a lot of people in my family my auntie she's the pharmacist my aunt denise um my twin sisters in the public health field my auntie is a nurse my cousin is a nurse practitioner when my mom was in the hospital and they she had taken the wrong met she had taken this medication and had gave her Steve Johnson syndrome, best believe she had people who was there advocating for her. My auntie yeah. Carmela did not play. She came in and she started telling the nurse, like, hey, this, this, and this, and this, and they looked shocked. Yeah. When they found out that no, like my mom has someone there for her, who cares? And she understands the language, the medical field, and the language. Mm -hmm. And she's she she didn't come in there acting crazy, yelling, screaming, because that's not the way that you have that you communicate. They will put you out. They will put you out. She came in there acting calm, very calm, and just let them know, like, this is my sister, and we are in the medical field, and you know we're going to be there to advocate for her because she can't right now. So you need someone there to advocate for you. But we need to start taking these taking things serious right now before it's too late before like you say before you are you do hit diabetes yeah it shouldn't take a pandemic for you to start getting pressed like it shouldn't and like it shouldn't take for your back to be against the wall now for us to want to start taking charge of our health and y'all know like this this is why we started this year like year and a half two years ago because I was like, this is insane. Like there are way too many people who don't know you are taking medication and you don't know what it's for, but then want to blame us in the medical team. But you just be giving me these medications. Well, Johnny, you're still eating 25 cheesecakes a day. Yeah. So now the metformin all by itself isn't working. Yeah, we got to switch you to insulin. We're trying to keep you alive. <laughs> if you will go to the nutritionist like I asked you to, gave you a referral six months ago, Johnny. Who's Johnny? And why am I mad at but you know like there are things that you can do there are not what we call non-pharmacological things that you can do um things that don't require medicine that a lot of times um 
we offer them and then they're downplayed. Or you just don't come at all until you're until you're sick. And then you go, every time I'm coming in here, you gotta give me bad news. We only see you when your leg is falling off. If you yeah. would come for your regular schedule of visits, then it wouldn't be this negative connotation about coming to the doctor's office. So I feel like, you know, in medicine, we have a lot to do to make sure that we're reaching out, advocating, educating, educating our patients. But y'all, come, come on now. Yep. It's a two-way street. It's a relationship. So we got to put in work and so do you. I agree, sis. All right. So. What type of news you got for me? Because I know you yeah. got news. This is the kind of news I got. So I live in Tampa. And we made the national news, and it was not for me. Not only did we make the national news, one of my favorite comedians, Kev on stage, made a video about a story that happened here, and I was like, (sighs) there was a pastor um, in our community who held complete service. And when I say complete service, I mean had 500 people at the church. Oh my God. In the middle of a pandemic, bust them in and was telling them like, this is fake and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and all the other lies of the enemy, because that's what it's, the lies of the devil, the lies. I know that. Anyway, he got arrested because our sheriff in Hillsborough County ain't playing that. Okay, Sheriff Cal was like, mm, you're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to jail. And I've seen a lot of people. They put the back, the pastor, hold on, wait, here's the kicker. He didn't even live in the county. So now you come to Hillsborough, get all these people sick because out of the 500 people, let's say even half of them, 250 of them, they come into contact with three other people. Do you know how many people that is that I'm sick? And not only does he risk getting everyone, if like maybe half of the individuals in the church got sick but then what if those individuals who go back to work then yes if they get if each of the 250 get three people sick that's yeah and here we are healthcare workers drowning (laughs) drowning and so they arrested him and there was like a big like oh this is a check against the church let me tell you something i play about a lot of things there's, I have a list of top five things that I do not play about. Jesus is at the top. Let me tell y'all something, okay? I don't know the Bible front to back, but I do know that there's a scripture in there that says that we are to obey the laws of the land. If the land says stay home, stay home. You stay home. You not you going out and doing all of these things is not an act of faith. You are being foolish. Proverbs says that you should get wisdom, and all you're getting get some understanding. Understand that you will die. If you do not stay home, <laughs> okay, I just said that you can die or you can kill somebody else if you do not stay home. This is not, God can meet you wherever. He's not confined to a building. Hello. Okay. He also wasn't confined to a tomb. Come on, because um, Resurrection Sunday is Sunday. Hello. He wasn't confined to a tomb. He wasn't confined to the body. And he's not confined to no building. Stay home. Okay. This is not an act of faith. Test God if you want to. <laughs> Live stream, because that's what I've been doing. Test, so. test him if you want to. <laughs> um, if you want. I feel like I just want all these rants. This will be happy. <laughs> no, but for real, like, you guys, please. I have friends. I had a friend of mine um, who was a coworker of mine who just, just, went home after being on life support for over a week a nurse she was young she has babies all under the age of three and she was fighting for her life stay home because yeah we know that we're nurses and doctors and respiratory therapists and patient care techs and hospital work we know but nobody signed up to work in a pandemic where we are not protected, we don't have the stuff to protect us properly. So at the very least, if not to stay home so my friends don't die, I would appreciate it. Stay home. Please. Two of my cousins have tested positive for coronavirus. Please stay home. Stay home. Stay home. All right. 
Stay no, home. Stay home. Wear up. Like I want to. <laughs> I will fight you. Stay home because there's people like the guy that was in Kentucky that tested positive, signed out of the hospital um, against medical advice or AMA, and then was refusing to stay in his home. So then they had to put deputies in front of his house. So we're wasting resources because people don't have enough care for other people. Something happened to me, y'all gonna have to, man, look, I'm gonna have to fight my daddy and my husband and my mama and my sisters. Like, there is a squad. <laughs> y'all better stay home. Don't be the one. Because <laughs> it is, we're in a time right now more than ever where we all need to come together. Yes. And we really just need to stay home. That is the word of the day or the words of the day. Stay, stay home. home. Unless you're an essential worker. I know right now they're doing non-essential workers. Stay home. I know yes. here, I believe we still have the um, curfew, but it's just the point to stay home right now. We are really just trying to cut this short. Stop perusing through the grocery stores because you're bored. I'm going to talk to you. Stop. Stay home. Because now you're putting those people who are essential workers. Shout out to all of our food workers, grocery store workers. Don't stop being there cutting up and cussing them out over toilet paper. First of all, you don't need that much toilet paper. Girl. What are you about to do with all this toilet paper that you're hoarding? It took me two Wait. days to find toilet tissue. When all Where are time. you going to, what What you about to do? Make a mask out of toilet paper? I just was like, what is the thought process behind this? But everybody is being panicked. panicked. You can have peace in the pandemic. It's called Jesus. Get you some and a lot. Okay? <laughs> and put the toilet paper back because there are people who have to wait till they get off work or out of clinic to get what they need. Don't go to the grocery store every other day. You should be going to the grocery store once a week because you're you're also putting the people that work there at risk. You could be an asymptomatic carrier. You're putting people at risk. Please stay home, Johnny. What did Johnny do? I don't know. Johnny, please. I'm so excited. I'm like super excited about this this first bad. I know. I'm so excited. Episode team. I know I'm so excited like so yes I was like so we are doing Corona Chronicles so this is like episode one of however many we need to do and guess what if you are tired of me telling you to stay home in episode one I'm going to say it at least seven times an episode please stay home please stay home so no one else has to bury their family member and then they can't even really have funerals these people are dying alone yeah so let's just be really candid and really like that's sometimes all people understand when you go into the hospital, if you think that you have, um, if, if you test positive or you're short of breath or what have you, your family is not coming with you. Your family cannot come visit you. People are telling their loved ones goodbye via FaceTime and walkie-talkies. Stay at home. So your family doesn't have to experience that, okay? It, like, you're, you, like, you're dying by yourself. Yeah, that's so sad. That, that is... That's miserable. Stay at home. All right? Now, I got some true false questions. <laughs> I got some myths. We're going to do some myth busting. And now that I've busted y'all heads enough with my stay home rant, we're going to let y'all be on y'all way after this. <sighs> Anything else that you want to add, Donna, before I do these two false questions with you? I'm gone. You can take it away. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the questions. You tell me whether or not you think they are true or false. Are and I'll give you the explanation. Or are you asking them the questions? I'm asking you the questions, oh, sis. Okay. Yes, girl. Pop quiz. You wasn't ready, episode one. Okay. So all of these are questions about COVID. Um, and so some of the myths that I've heard or questions that people have been asking, um, we're going to kind of bust them. You guys can use the time to check yourselves or, you know, fact check your life or what have you. Make sure that you guys um, are part of our Your Health is Lit Facebook group. I will be posting videos, um, any type of evidence-based, because I'm all about the evidence, okay? We, we are like sound, so evidence-based. 
Um, if you go in there, we have um, a infographic from the Department of Health about the three different types of masks, telling you, you know, wearing a cloth mask versus um, a surgical mask versus an N95 when they're appropriate, what their limitations are. So we are providing you the most up-to-date information possible. We are not here to fear-monger you. We're not going to scare you. Oh, they feel like people are dying. But the fact is people are dying, and we just need you to do one thing, and that's stay at home. So if, if you can do that, so that way as a community, we can all come out of this on the other side together, that would be really helpful. And so we're here just to give you that information, not to scare you, but you need to be wise and you need to not think this is a joke or a conspiracy theory or that it's made up. Talk to these people who have lost their loved ones and they can't have, they can't have funerals. My cousin, she works at the hospital in New York told me that there are so many people dying in New York that they have refrigerated trucks sitting outside of the hospital because there's no room in the morgue. So this is not fake. This is not made up. This isn't some weird 9-11 conspiracy theory. Like none of that. None of it. <laughs> okay. We're not here to argue. I'm saying, oh, it's man-made. It's this, is that. Look, it's here. This is what we need to do. And we're going to snatch y'all edges until y'all stay home. This is a good time to, to do a period. Period. <laughs> okay, so here are our true false questions. Donna, are you ready? Okay, I feel like we should have some game show music. What is my prize, first and foremost? Your prize is the amount of lives you're gonna touch with giving. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you're gonna cook for me when I count when the wrong. Absolutely. Order. Okay, so next once the band is lit, thank you come back. Okay. We'll have another brunch. Okay. Because that was fun. Sounds good to me. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. So, these are all true or false questions. And you just tell me simply whether you think they're true or they're false. Okie dokie. Okay. So, people with COVID always have symptoms. False. Yes. False. So, as we talked about, you can be asymptomatic or without symptoms and still be sharing it with the masses. So, you feel great. That's beautiful. God bless you you are killing other people <laughs> okay period <laughs> period you should go to the er if you have a cough true or false hmm. i think that's i think that's false it's very false yeah i think that's false so here's the thing yeah, a couple of things that i want people to remember one oh it's not the only thing that can cause cough and fever yeah two <laughs> two <laughs> I mean, it's allergy season, so allergies, the flu, a lot of COVID symptoms mimic the flu. Um, sore throat can be strep. So we need you to not show up to the emergency department because you have a cough, okay? Here's what I want you to do. If you are concerned about your health status, call your primary care physician's office. Call them, do not just show up, call them. All of this is being done to make sure that we decrease your risk of exposure and decrease the risk of the exposure to patients and the staff, right? Because sometimes I feel like people forget that as healthcare workers, like I have a husband and a family who loves me, they would also prefer me not to die. So if you could just follow the rules, okay? We've had people not being honest on screening tests and wait until they're getting to the back to say, no, I really am concerned, but like, please, do not do those things yeah. because you're putting us at risk. You're putting my staff at risk. So if you have a concern about your health status, call your physician's office. A lot of us, um, because I work pediatric primary care, we're doing telehealth visits. We have screening. We have sy systems in place. We have drive-through testing. Um, there are so many things that we have in place to assist you if you feel like you are ill. So we will get you to the right place, but you need to call ahead to decrease the risk, not only to yourself, because what if it is just your allergies and we had 25 COVID patients in here and now you're exposing yourself because you decided just to walk in and you're decreasing the risk to the staff and other people that are helping care for you. If you do not have a primary care physician, first of all, get one. Second of all, your local health department would be a good place for you to start. Um, if you are looking for insight, um, there's all kinds of helplines and different 
systems in place to help keep you safe and to keep the people who are working for you and for the community safe as well. So do not show up to the ER because you have a cough, okay? If you cannot breathe, if somebody's turning blue, those are things that you go to the ER for. If you have, <coughs> stay home. Please. Okay. Okay. You should wash your hands in scalding hot water, true or false? I think that's false. I don't think it's scalding hot water. I mean, you should wash your hands in like warm water, but not like scalding hot. So you're right. The answer is false. You actually should wash, you can wash your hands in like warm, lukewarm to warm water as tolerated. The reason we don't need you guys boiling your hands off, <laughs> one, you can cause injury to your skin. Your skin is your body, one of your body's biggest protectants, right? So you can cause a break in the skin. You're putting yourself at risk for infection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do not use scalding hot water. Wash your hands. You should do so for 20 seconds, singing a song. You can sing happy birthday. You can do the regular or the Stevie, Stevie Wonder version, whatever sits right with your spirit, okay? You can sing whatever song you want for 20 seconds. It needs to be 20 seconds. 20 seconds. So happy birthday is recommended. Stevie Wonder, regular, you can do both. God bless you. Make sure that you are using antibacterial soap, okay? Wash your hands in lukewarm to warm water. Don't be out here boiling your hands off. <laughs> okay. So, true or false, that bleach is safe to clean your skin with and will kill coronavirus. False. Very false. Please do not put bleach on your skin. Again, it can damage your skin. Um, don't wash your body in it. Don't use so much bleach that you are causing your lung, like it's an irritant to your lungs. So you want to dilute the bleach uses the clean high touch surface areas so things that you touch all the time the counters um the you know remotes whatever tables the mopping the floor with you want to, those high touch surface areas okay your uh, refrigerator handles you can use bleach as a disinfectant for surfaces it will burn your eyes i don't know if y'all are like me and use these bleach to clean and you like your eyes burn and water and all of that it is a chemical irritant Again, it will damage your skin, and that is your protectant. So you do not need to use bleach on your skin. It will not kill coronavirus off of your skin. Don't, don't do that, okay? You may or may not end up looking like Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson had a bit of Lyco. Okay. Um, true or false? I should take antibiotics and be cured i can it'll cure COVID 19. false there is no cure for COVID 19 right now there isn't even a vaccination and there probably won't be a vaccination probably until 18 months yep 18 months or yes longer yep so you're right false not only that but the coronavirus or COVID 19 is a virus antibiotics are for bacteria and can kill like bacteria now you may hear of doctors or you know care teams using antibiotics in a care plan for a patient that has COVID-19. This is something that they are doing experimentally. And if like they develop pneumonia, using antibiotics for that may be appropriate. But you using your leftover amoxicillin, which you shouldn't have because you should be completing all of your antibiotic courses fully and thoroughly. You should not be taking antibiotics to cure COVID-19. It's not appropriate. Okay. Donna, true or false? You should be spraying your food with Lysol before you eat it. False. Super false. Okay. Do not spray your food with poison, <laughs> chemicals with poison. You're going to get sick. Um, so food does not need to be sprayed with disinfectant sprays or things like that. You want to wash your food. Um, food, however, that's in like cardboard, metal, or plastic, you can wipe those things off um, because coronavirus has been shown to live up to 72 hours on those kinds of surfaces. Okay, true or false, 
drinking apple cider vinegar, gargling salt water, or drinking lemon juice will keep me, or and vitamin C will keep me from getting COVID-19. That's false. Very false, <laughs> right? So all of those things have benefits, right? So we've seen that there are health benefits with drinking apple cider vinegar. Um, gargling salt water can be used to help um, soothe your throat. Same with women and warm lemon tea and all of those things. If you're having um, throat discomfort, all those things can be used to help soothe and um, and help you. But the best way to not get COVID-19 is a two-step plan. Stay home and wash your hands. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think that's all we have, Donna. I've had fun today with my lit family. Lit family. Okay, you guys. So we will be back next week with episode two. We're going to be breaking down some numbers, talking about some of the struggles on the healthcare side, um, and really jumping into this. But today, we just wanted to come in, do some myth-busting, tell you guys that we miss you, we love you, but we don't miss you enough for us to leave our house. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm trying to get Auntie Raw Raw. No, Auntie Coco is ruining. <laughs> she better be gone by August, okay? I turned 30. I need to live my life. So I need y'all to stay home because I have plans. <laughs> we got plans for 30, okay? Um, but we just wanted to come in, do some myth busting, give you guys some education. We are around as always. Um, you can follow us on Instagram um, and all the things that you need. We are here for. And we thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Your Health is Lit podcast. Until next week, please stay home, okay? It is great to be covered by the blood of Jesus, but also stay home and follow the rules. You gotta do both things, faith and work. All right, okay. All right, y'all, we will talk to y'all next week. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>